everybody, and welcome to Early Childhood Discussions, a conscious conversation. And this is the podcast of the Grow New Jersey Kids Technical Assistance Center North, part of the Central Jersey Family Health Consortium. And today, our discussion is all about choosing childcare in the pandemic. Um, first time parents have so many decisions to make when choosing childcare to return to work. What kind of care best meets my family's needs? Um, is the kind of care that I'm looking for available in the location where I need it? Um, does the program have any openings? Can I afford it? How will my child adjust to childcare? How will I adjust to my child being in childcare? But during the pandemic, these questions became extra tricky because in addition to all of those questions and wonderings and concerns, we have the concerns of a worldwide health emergency, the likes of which none of us have ever experienced before. So today we're gonna to talk to two technical assistance specialists who looked and looked for and found childcare during the pandemic. So I have with me Ashley and Valentina, um, who I both have the pleasure of working with. And we're gonna talk about what their experience was like looking for childcare for the first time. Their um, children are toddlers, so they were born before the pandemic started, but we have been in a pandemic for most of their lives as moms and most of their children's lives, um, you know, and now who are now toddlers. So, um, Ashley, I'm going to start with you. Um, how did you start your search for childcare? Okay, so when I first got started looking, I definitely went to grownjkids.com first, looking for star-rated programs in my area. And then I opened up my search a little more for programs that are in the Grow NJ Kids journey, knowing that at least they have started that journey and they are looking for quality. Um, and then I just looked around for a program that worked for my family and for my child. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like you started, you know, knowing um, what Grow New Jersey Kids is and knowing as a technical assistance specialist, you're very cognizant of the all of the quality features that are part of the Grow New Jersey Kids program. So that was something that was important to you, starting your search there. Yes. Yeah, great. Valentina, what about you? How did how did you start your search for childcare? So as for me, I started uh, asking individuals that I knew that um, had their children in childcare or that were familiar with different type of childcare settings. My preference was a home-based setting. So I wanted to know what their experience was with that provider and or different providers in a home-based setting. And I also looked on the Grown New Jersey Kids website because I wanted to know what programs, what other um, home-based settings were in my area. Okay. So you were able to kind of use word of mouth and experience and talk to people and also explore that that Grow New Jersey Kids website. And I know yes. that a lot, yeah, a lot of people also reach out to their local child care resource and referral agency. And that can be a great way to get some names. But even after getting some names, it's nice to be able to have these other filters 
to to look through. So Valentina, you said that you're, you know, you were leaning towards um, the interest in having your child in a home-based setting, um, mm -hmm. a family child care home. And why did you feel like that might be a good choice for your family? Well, to begin, my daughter is an only child. So for the past two years, she got a lot of individualized attention. So we felt like a home-based setting was something similar to what she what she's been like in. And it's intimate, small ratios. Um, so that's the kind of setting we wanted to, to transition her into. Okay, great. Um, so you were feeling like she would be more comfortable in something that was somewhat, you know, familiar, that, right. that small group setting. Mm -hmm. um, and Ashley, I know that you have experience as a teacher in a center. So um, tell me about your experience in, in finding that, that place for your son. Yeah, so um, when I was looking at first, I was looking for center and family base. But I think having that center background pushed me towards more centers. And it's just um, once we got him into school, the pandemic was still kind of swirling around and class sizes were still small. So it was a good time to get him in a classroom and get him used to it with less children. Now that um, the group has grown, but he doesn't seem to mind. So I think just going in with that small ratio was definitely a good way to go. Like Valentina said, that my child's also the only child. So him going in and it being 18 kids at once might've been too much. So mm -hmm. it was good that we were able to find one with a small ratio. Right, so actually it sounds like that was kind of a silver lining of the pandemic that you were yes. able to, to um, find a program that was comfortable with you because you're you know very familiar with centers and you've worked in centers but it also had the um the ambiance of the small group because there were fewer children you know as a result of the pandemic so you know the kind of the best of of both both worlds what were some um some other things that kind of led you to pick the program that you picked like what helped you to know that this program was the one what what boxes did it check off for you ashley um so definitely when i was looking i wanted to make sure it was somewhere close to home just in case of emergency the price was definitely a part of the package that i looked for and also someone who was willing to give us a tour and get us let us get to know the staff and when we went on the after hours tour my son saw the school and just started smiling. So that was definitely something that helped us pick out, like this is the school, this is the one. Mm -hmm. And were there any any things that, that turned you off about other programs as you reached out to them? There were some programs where I reached out and they weren't, um, they didn't reach out, they didn't reach back to me in a timely manner. So it just made me feel like if there was an emergency, maybe they will give me that same treatment. So the people that came back to me within the day were the people that I looked to move forward with. Okay, so your um, feeling was that the communication aspect was critically important. Yes. It, and I also heard you say that um, 
your son's response to being in the environment that he immediately felt comfortable during that after hours tour that you were able to take. Yeah, it was a good feeling to see because at first I think I was more nervous than he was. But then once he saw the toys, he saw their gym, I think he just he felt like this would be a good play, place for him to play and not knowing that this is also the place that where he's going to be learning. So, yeah, yes. And I know um, as a parent, um, you know, I was looking for childcare many, many years ago, but as a, you know, as a parent and as a former childcare center director and a former family childcare provider, I know that sometimes the transition for the parent putting their child in childcare is a bigger transition even than the child getting used to that arrangement. So having that kind of that, that peace of mind that my, my child feels like this is a good place. So yeah, great. So Valentina, tell me about your search for childcare and what helped you to know that this was the place and, and how did you determine that? Mm-hmm. So we were looking for somewhere that provided part-time care. So I was not looking for full-time. We wanted just two days out the week, uh, somewhere where they would respect our choice of diet for our child. Um, Also someone who was bilingual, but preferably fluent in Spanish because we are teaching our daughter Spanish and she has been speaking Spanish at home with myself and my mother. So we wanted her to continue learning Spanish and we found a provider who is fluent in Spanish. So that was key. Um, also, uh, she provided an after, an after hours tour where we were able to see her care space. Uh, we were able to acknowledge that it was clean, organized. I saw age appropriate toys and I was also able to bring my daughter with me. So right away, the way she interacted, the way the provider interacted with my child. And I saw on the way she spoke to her, very smooth tone um, in an exciting way. Uh, And then she just wanted to, you know, play with everything. So when I made all my observations, I felt like that was the one. Mm -hmm. And when you, went to visit her, did you have, uh, you know, a list of questions or, you know, things that you wanted to to ask her about? I didn't have any written down, but of course, <laughs> mental questions. Um, <laughs> one of the things that I, I wanted to know was uh, the transition phase, you know, the first couple of days, how would that be? Would she be okay with me bringing her just a couple hours? And she said, absolutely. That's something that she was okay with. She didn't say, okay, no, she needs to be here the full full day, the first couple of days. You know, she accepted that the first day was just a half day. Um, then the second day she recommended that I let her stay the full day so that she can see how she um, responds to like the full routine of the day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I agreed and uh, th- that went well. Mm-hmm. So it it sounds like you and the provider were able to work out a transition plan that worked Mm -hmm. well for all of you, that worked well for the provider, that worked well for your daughter, that worked worked well for you. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's 
that's great. I think that establishing that that strong relationship and communication is is so important. Um, yes. Ashley, Ashley, tell me about um, your transition. Um, how how did you and your um, provider set that up? So the transition did start with the after hours tour because some of the questions I had for her were about like um, feeding because he was still on the bottle. He was transitioning from pacifier. So her helping me to be comfortable and confident for him, knowing that he'll be fine in school without the pacifier. They'll be transitioning him to sippy cup and then open cup. And then just continuing to send me materials throughout the time, um, help with transition as well. Um, and just being able, I think maybe I talked with my son maybe once before he started school, just like, oh, there's going to be new people, new kids to play with. Um, and I think he didn't really realize that till he got to school. Um, but yeah, the, um, the director helped a lot with the transition into helping us feel comfortable for that first day, right. the first week. <laughs> yeah. I love what you said about helping you to feel confident in, you know, getting him prepared and getting him ready. Cause as you described, there were a couple of different transitions that were, you know, about to take place the transition you know to care but also a transition you know from um the bottle to a cup and then the transition with a pacifier and all those things can add up to a lot of transitions so she was able to support you um now i know for um for me when I was looking for care after I had had an experience as a child care center director in another county, and I came looking for child care for my child who at that time was a toddler, I was worried about how the, my care provider would perceive me. And would she be worried that I was gonna be coming in here with, you know, the white glove treatment or that I was going to be, you know, you know, looking for things that with my director's hat on. So um, I was worried about, you know, establishing that relationship. So how, how were you able to do that, Ashley, with your provider? So it was really nice that the director, she actually um, talked to me about it first. And she let me know, like, I will be seeing you as any other student family that comes in. She already let me know and let me, if I had any guards up, just to know, like, that's not the way she's going to be treating my son. That's not the way she's going to be treating our family. She's going to give us the same respect she gives other families, which is very high. It's um, a very tight-knit community they have in the school. Mm -hmm. So everyone gets treated with, I want to say, with equal equal rights in a way but also like when things are needed they give you some extra help they give you the extra tools you need so whenever something is needed they're there to help mm -hmm. and i i love that that they're looking at every family with that same that same respect mm -hmm. yeah and valentina did you have any of those kind of concerns, um, you know, being a technical assistance specialist and worrying that the provider might not feel as comfortable with you as a parent because of this, you know, this work role that you have. 
Absolutely. I didn't want her to feel intimidated at all. So I definitely um, did some self-talk and I said to myself, um, she's enrolled into the Grow New Jersey Kids program, obviously because she wants to improve and um, she's here for the right reasons to provide high quality childcare. So I'm going to take off my TAS hat and, you know, allow her to provide me the best that she can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that because that is that kind of that tricky relationship when you are someone who's a professional in the field, you want to be able to establish that really, really strong relationship. Um, so thinking about your, you know, your care situation and your child care provider, what are some of the things, um, Valentina, that you most appreciate about your child care provider and and how she is working with you as a family. I appreciate that she is a positive person. I believe she's very resilient. Um, she has also made our family feel very comfortable. Uh, her communication is exceptional because it's not just um, one way of communication. Um, she always, before I enrolled my daughter into her childcare program, she said, you can always give me a call whenever you can give me a call to ask any questions. Uh, she asked for my email address. She provided, um, her parent handbook ahead of time. She also gave me the option to text her if I had any other questions. And then once I enrolled my daughter into her program, she also, had an app, communication app, which she also communicates with you all day long. So that was a positive. And I also knew that how passionate she was about the early childhood education field. She um, does other things and is part of organizations that have to do with early childhood education. Um, And that was very important to me. I know she's invested and is very important for her to provide the best care for the children that she has in her program. So it sounds like, you know, she kind of checked a lot of boxes for you in helping Mm -hmm. you to feel really comfortable. And it sounds like communication is a big thing. Mm -hmm. Giving you lots of different ways to reach out to her um, and kind of like a very reciprocal relationship. Absolutely. What about you, Ashley? Um, so one thing that I most appreciate most recently is um, they started the food program. So that has been a great um, a great plus. Um, also, I appreciate the grace that they give us. Like um, once they did start and you're a little late, they do make sure that breakfast is still served, even if other activities are going on. Um, I appreciate their communication. In those first like two to three weeks, the director was making sure she saw me at the end of the day or the teacher saw me to tell me about his day. They would call just so I know how things are going. Um, and overall, I've, all the staff I've met, very friendly, very nice. Even if my son is not in their class, they just see me and they say hi. That's always appreciated. Um, and just the overall feel of the place, it, it just feels like a lovely place. It feels very nice. Mm. Yeah, so I'm hearing you describe a place where you feel like part of the community, that, you know, everybody on staff is responsive and um, that 
everyone seeing is very invested in in helping you and your child to feel like this is a comfortable home this is a place for me to be this is this is my place um and um, that idea of being part of the food program oh my gosh like one less thing <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I knew that when, um, you know, when my, when I found uh, care situation for my toddler, like for me to not have to think about, oh my gosh, is there something healthy for me to pack for her lunch? You know, it was one less thing that I, you know, one thing that I didn't have to worry about, like I knew that she was going to get a healthy meal and she was going to enjoy eating with her friends and potentially she was going to try some new food that maybe she wasn't you know willing to try at home but because all the other kids were eating it you know she would eat it as well and yeah so many so many good things about that i think is um so true um and the idea that you know that we're in the pandemic right now and we continue to be in this pandemic and um for a, a program to give grace, as you said, Ashley, like for to be responsive and to recognize that even now more than ever, people might, you know, just be distracted, might be running a little late, might, you know, there are things that are, that are happening and just being, you know, showing, you know, compassionate understanding, um, I think is, is really key. Um, now, I know that as new moms, you have friends who are moms too. <laughs> um, and I'm thinking because of your positions, you're probably being asked because you're the experts <laughs> in early childhood education. Um, you're being asked by people, you know, what, what should I think about? What should I look for? So I know that you can, like, you can get a list you can get a list of you know, early childhood programs from your local resource and referral agency. And you can also get like lots of good tips and techniques and strategies of things to think about. But if you, know, you as an individual parent and a person, you know, a mom who's gone through this search, um, if you had you know, to give a friend some suggestions, you know, I, I come to you and I say, hey, I, I need to find childcare. I start my new job next month and I'm really not sure what should I look for? What kind of questions should I ask? What, what do you suggest? Um, Valentina, do you want to start? Sure. My advice would be to first shop around. Of course, um, ask around, ask your friends, uh, what their experience been like for for them and their child at that specific child care center um, also to have some questions prepared for the provider um, be able to have a tour whether if it's in person or virtual and um, one of the questions could be in regards to what does the daily activities look like um and and just make sure that you could find a connection with with that provider okay 
about that idea that the connection being really important. There mm-hmm. could be a provider who's a great provider, but they might not be a great provider for your family because you might not feel like you can build that that connection for whatever reason. So, right. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, and Ashley, I'm gonna gonna throw the question your way. Um, I also agree with the connection um, because not every childcare or family child care, good or bad, is not for everyone. Good or best, let's say that instead. Not every child care, good or best, is for everyone. So that connection is key. Um, following your gut decision, if something just feels like your child might not be in the right place, you can always look around more. Um, and just making sure that you have the questions as well um, and making sure everything just feels feels okay for you because your child might usually be in that child care space for most of the day, most of the week, um, depending on if you want to do part-time or full-time. So just making sure they're enjoying their time and it's being spent at the best place it could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I like the way that, that you said, you know, kind of following your gut. I think that that is is so important. Like you can ask a lot of questions, you can ask friends, you can go and tour and and just feeling like, am I feeling comfortable as a as a mom here, as a parent here? You know, you know, do I think my child will feel comfortable? Like is there something, something about this place? Um I know in in talking with you both at different times, like one of the big things now that that you were looking for as well as you know, we hear parents looking for it. Um, during the pandemic is especially making sure that the program is really up on their health and sanitation practices. So, you know, are they following the CDC guidelines? Are they being very careful in keeping children healthy and safe? Um, I know, Ashley, when we've talked before, you said that when you went into your program, you could smell that it was clean. (laughs) And just the idea, like seeing the temperature check and seeing the staff um, and the, you know, children over the age of two wearing masks and seeing all those things, you know, give you that extra measure of, of comfort. Um, but that, that idea that um, you are the expert of your child. And so you're able to tell by, you know, interacting with a program, is this the place for me? Um, and Ashley, I love what you said earlier about, you know, you had reached out to programs um, and, you know, cross those off your list who didn't get back to you within, you know, a business day. And I think that, you know, that's an important thing to think about and consider that um, it's really busy in early childhood programs, but the responsiveness is still really, really important. <laughs> Um, and that communication is still really important and that someone, you know, not responding to a call is potentially losing a, you know, a great client family because, you know, that message that that parent, that potential parent is hearing is, wow, I, I'm concerned that I didn't hear back. You know, what does this, what does this tell me about the future communication that I may have with this program? So, so many different things to think about in finding good care during the pandemic. And I'm so glad 
that you both found the care <laughs> that is working so well that your children are thriving in. You used your, you know, your mom's sense, um, your knowledge and expertise on your child, on you know, on, on you on your child, as well as um, your knowledge about what is quality care. You were able to put that professional part of you aside to become a parent in the program. Um, and establish that really close bond that is so important for you know children's well-being and just the idea that um, your kids are in great care and thriving and which helps you um, to to continue to thrive. I think that 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 must be a good feeling. <laughs> you know that helps um, you know just knowing. My, my child is is um, is really doing so well and, and learning so much and and enjoying um, and all of those good things that become you know come from being part of a a, a group of fellow children. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. um, can you think of anything else that you'd like to share? Um, another reason that made me feel and know that this was the child care provider for my family. Um, I'd have to say because she, she emphasized that it was very important for her to do things with love, care, and patience. So I knew that I wanted my daughter to be with someone like that. Mm -hmm. So that's an, another reason that drew me to this mm -hmm. child care provider. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and love, care, and patience. It's not just about cognitive and academic skills. It's not just about, you know, are they, you know, learning to, you know, when they get to be the appropriate age, are they learning their alphabet or are they learning to recognize shapes and colors or are they learning to count? It's that all of what happens is you know, with, with love and patience. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. The nurturing piece is very important. Exactly. And it's, I think it needs to be right at the forefront it, with children always, but even more so during this mm -hmm. pandemic. The, yes. You know, our children have grown up in a time where things are very uncertain. And we know that children thrive on certainty. They thrive on routine. Mm -hmm. And we haven't always been able to have that. And we, you know, we as adults um, may be feeling some of our own stressors. And little children are very perceptive. So even if we're trying to hide that we're feeling stress, they can sometimes feel that stress. Um, and so that idea that everything is rooted in, in love and caring and patience. Ashley, is there anything else that you'd like to share? Um, just good luck. If it takes a while, that's okay. It's always better to find a place and maybe change your mind later, knowing there's a better place out there for you and your family. And don't be afraid to, to change around. Continue to shop around the whole way. Mm -hmm. So that whole idea that it's something worth taking the time for to find, you know, to find, a good, you know, a good place. Um, and 
seeking out the information from the Grow New Jersey Kids website, uh, from friends, from your local resource and referral agency, um, and, and making your best choice um, for what's going to be a good program for your child, recognizing that your needs as a parent and your child's needs may change over time. And what was a perfect arrangement at one time may you know eventually need to be changed it could be that your child will you know be in one program all the way up you know through kindergarten and beyond or it could be that you know somewhere along the line you know you need to make that change but always going about it in a thoughtful way um doing your research you know having your questions whether they be writing or you know in your minds um and uh recognizing that you can use that that mom instinct that gut reaction to help you along with you know looking for those specifics um, about the love and the care and the health and the safety and the good activities and <laughs> the smiling faces and the, all those good things wrapped up um, to find a, a great situation for your child even in the middle of a pandemic yeah yes great well, thank you so much, Ashley and Valentina. I appreciate you coming on to talk with me today. And um, I wish you all the best in continuing to just absolutely love the programs that your children are involved with. And I, I remember those years so fondly and so well, it seems like they were just yesterday. Um, <laughs> just knowing that you've, you've um, selected a place that is helping your child to grow and thrive and become the best that they can be. It's just such a good feeling as a parent. So I'm, I'm glad you you both found great places. So. Thank you. Thank you, Lori.